0: Coast to Coast Soups. I am Mike Perry. As always, I got my guy Rex Foster with me. And as always, we're going to start with some NBA players as rappers or rappers as NBA players for our first segment. I'll start off. I think you started off last time. You gave me the first one was Wiz Khalifa. This was, I try and find people who are from the same city. So Wiz is from Pittsburgh. If I'm being honest, not a lot of great NBA players from Pittsburgh. So I went with Kevin Durant instead. Now, tall, oh, okay. lanky, they both really like weed, they're both very <laughs> savage on Twitter, KD recently invested in weed maps, He, I have a great quote from him, quote Kevin Durant, I think it's far past time to address the stigmas around cannabis that still exist in the sports world as well as globally. So... You know, the man's making moves, and he's trying to break the stigmas around cannabis. I think Wiz Khalifa's trying to do the same thing. I'm not going to sit here and get on a soapbox and tell you to go smoke a joint, but I, I think it's uh, not the worst thing in the world.
1: I think that's actually a pretty good comparison, honestly. I mean, they're personality-wise, they're like two laid-back dudes. I mean, Wiz Khalifa—I mean, the the weed comparison's a good one. I mean— Wiz is a spokesperson for, for cannabis all across the world, and Kevin Durant's a notable athlete who likes to uh, smoke cannabis as well. So that's a, that's actually a pretty good one. I wasn't really thinking of Kevin Durant when I gave you Wiz Khalifa. Now I can see the dots connecting to that one.
0: In, in 2014, Wiz Khalifa on Twitter, anyone with ripped jeans who didn't rip them themselves I hope they fall and get hurt really bad, and the rips are the cause of that pain. Ooh, Wiz. Wiz, in May of 2010, turkey burgered out. Ten years later, the year 2020, Wiz Khalifa releases Hotbox by Wiz, a food delivery service. And what is one of the main dishes that they're serving? The Taylor Gang turkey burger.
1: Oh, God! That sounds that sounds quite scrumptious.
0: I must say it does. And and
1: the Taylor Gang turkey burger. <laughs> I'm <am> so weak.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the rapper Dave East. Uh, he played.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm familiar with. That. Yeah,
0: so he played AAU ball with Kevin Durant, and they used to make rap songs together. Kevin Durant uh, has produced beats for Dave East, so. Just, just a lot of intertwining with Wiz and KD and weed and rap and all that, you know. So,
1: I feel like they kind of share the same personality. Oh my god, having dinner with the two of them—that would be so fun. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. I gave you Khalifa, but I mean, I, I just totally see it. I mean, it just the relaxed. And laid back five. They both give off. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. honestly kind of funny. So... So, I actually really like that a lot.
0: Uh, second one. Again, I, I struggled here. Because you gave me Joey Badass. Who's from Brooklyn. There's a lot of good basketball players from Brooklyn. However, none of them have the same... Trajectory or similarities to... Joey. That I really felt. So I picked... Dwight Howard. When Dwight came into the league, he was insanely dominant. For anyone who remembers, he looked like Marcus Camby when he was like 18. Uh, He was just dunking everything, blocking everything. He was a force of nature. When Joey Badass dropped 1999, he was 15 years old. I remember my friend showing it to me, and I'm like, "Who the hell is this?" And he's like, "It's Joey Badass." And I looked, I'm like, "This kid's 15." he's like yeah and that was when just I was 15 I, no go ahead okay oh, you can continue i was gonna share an embarrassing story of
1: me when i was 15 it's just me sitting in the basement of my parents house playing madden <laughs> joey Badass over here is making like arguably one of the best mixtapes of all time yeah just so, a
0: masterpiece yeah so so thanks joey badass for making me
1: feel <laughs> feel good about what i'm doing in my mid teens, so...
0: Yeah. Anyway. Ouch. They've both also lost popularity. Dwight just isn't as good as he used to be. That's not his fault. Joey Badass, but, um, though, he, he had the whole Bill Cosby thing. I don't know if you remember. He basically said, you guys are just shitting on Bill Cosby because the media is telling you to. Which, people do things because the media tells them to. Yes, that is true. And it's wrong. But, I think... Shitting on Bill Cosby is not necessarily something the media forced everyone to do. I think Bill Cosby really brought that on himself.
1: Joey Badass said that.
0: He did. He's he's always on that like, you know, third eye, you know, conspiracy theory bullshit. But you know, I mean he's, he's still a great rapper. He's still a great rapper. And Dwight Howard won a championship. So he's still a good basketball player.
1: And he contributes to contending teams. He does. So he's still, like, in the scene.
0: Yes. I guess the stark difference is uh, Joey Badass has pro-era, his collective. Uh, Dwight Howard really doesn't. I mean, he's friends with his teammates, but other than that, he seems like a lone wolf. I mean, comparing rappers
1: to NBA players is difficult enough, but the the Dwight howard uh, Joey Badass comparison, I, I can see. So... I, I think you did a good job with both Wiz Khalifa and... Anyway, did you, did you want to take us into the next segment?
0: Yeah, we should probably talk about the NBA. This is an NBA show, so... The Southeast Division. Let's talk about the Hawks. If we're talking about the Southeast Division.
1: Let's talk about the Hawks.
0: So, they signed Trey, and they signed John Collins. Both were the right move. Trey was probably easier, but after what John Collins did, especially in the playoffs, he, lo- he looked great. He really did. He he was hit. He was just making all the plays that he should, hitting the threes, finding the open man. Looked good on D. I mean, it it would have been blasphemy to not sign him. So solid move there. I agree. I like the Nick Van Exel um, move. Um, yep. They're poised to be a pretty serious threat here. Every like okay, Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter, Okungwu, Clint Capella, Trey, John Collins. They killed it in the draft. They got Sharif Cooper, Jalen Johnson. I mean, I mean, man, I'm calling them at 53-29. and 29. They look really good to me.
1: Ooh, 53 and They're
0: a 50-win team. That's a 50-win team.
1: Sure. I You have them higher than I do. But what I was going to say is, you didn't even mention Cam Reddish. And he looked phenomenal the last time... I saw him on the court. He left a very good taste in my mouth. He
0: did. He did. I
1: mean, I okay, Okay. don't get me wrong. I am high on Atlanta. I am just higher in other East teams. They are a team of shooters, whether it be Gallinari, Bogdanovich, Porter, Reddish, Hunter, even though Hunter was injured for the majority, or at least for a big fraction of last season. Obviously, Trey Young. I think Aniyka Akangwu is gonna have a pretty big leap for huge, his sophomore year. Huge.
0: We'll see, what
1: he, we'll see what he does off the bench, um, in the in the in the front court there. But I, I Atlanta is a very very strong team. Nate McMillan's one of my favorite coaches. But the East has gotten so incredibly tough and difficult. And there's so many good other teams in that conference. That's why I have Atlanta lower than you. I currently have them uh, sitting at sixth right now. You have Eastern Conference standing.
0: You have the Wizards above the Hawks. I do. What the hell?
1: I I do, and we can jump into a, we can jump into Washington right now because I'm fully I'm fully ready to talk about the Wizards.
0: I mean, we, we touched on them previously, I think. No?
1: Did we? We might have. I I don't think so.
0: Oh, no, we haven't. We haven't. Okay. Well, I mean, to finish off the Hawks, they just, they look great, in my opinion. I think they're going to do great this year, but I don't know if you had any other I, other thoughts there.
1: Uh, I mean, I agree. I, I'm just higher on other teams. Still a very well-rounded team, very fluid offensive team. Um, oh, a bunch of good young players.
0: I wanted to mention, I didn't yeah. mention Cam Reddish because I'm an R.J. Barrett stan. And Cam yeah, Reddish I, is fair. brought up fair. all the time to slander R.J. Barrett. So we do not praise Valid. Cam Reddish on this side of town. But I'll remove my New York Knicks bias. Cam Reddish looked great last year, especially <laughs> in the playoffs. I think he's going to, or wait, yeah, he was, okay, yeah, he was in the playoffs. But yeah, the Hawks are going to be great next year.
1: Didn't Correct me if I'm wrong, but did Nate McMillan compare Cam Reddish to Paul George? Am, am I wrong on this?
0: I'll do. I'll do a quick Google. I got you.
1: Because I'm pretty sure McMillan compared Reddish to Paul George. Yes,
0: like, Hawks Nate McMillan says he sees a lot of Paul George in small forward Cam Reddish. Huh. All
1: right. Well, I mean, say whatever you want to say, Nate. But I mean, I high praise
0: that is high praise cam reddish seems to be i think one of paul george's biggest um issues is his mentality he just gets in his head too much like when he said um doc rivers was trying to use him like jj reddick and then people brought up the stats and he barely was you know running a lot of like sc- double screens like jj reddick was so it's like what the hell like it seems like paul george doesn't even know what he's talking about sometimes no
1: i, I just I feel like Paul George likes to use a lot of excuses, yes. to kind of back up his yeah. performance.
0: And it's like and, just just own up to it. Like when Dame hit that shot on him, right, right. And oh my god, great great
1: example. He was like, oh my god, what did Paul George say? He was like, I- I'll let I'll let him shoot that.
0: Yeah, he's like, that's not a good shot. Whatever.
1: And, and I'm like, he made it, and
0: he sent you home. He waved. But, he waved goodbye. I I used to be a pretty big Paul George fan, especially when he was on Indiana. Uh, and that injury is just so sad. Paul and George.
1: I don't know if that really affected his career. I don't know if
0: he could have been a top five player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 player for longer. Pac- Pacers' Paul George was, like, arguably the best player in the league. With, like, Roy Hibbert, Lance Stevenson, George. Hill. Remember those teams? Like, Danny Granger. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I...
1: I I was in middle school Man. i was in like sixth grade i i remember i remember it was very fun to watch it was it was very fun to watch with
0: uh, uh frank vogel as the head coach correct yep yep all that, right
1: that, that that's a while ago
0: but yeah okay. cam reddish Wait. paul george I,
1: I can agree sure <laughs> all right
0: the wizards should we move into the wizards perfect let me go off here talk to any of the uh,
1: rui hachimura Huge, huge third year and second year seasons. I think they're gonna blossom tremendously. Kyle Kuzma, another great, another great acquisition for the wing. Bradley Beal, one of the best scorers in the game. Spencer Dinwiddie, I loved that signing. We've got shooters with Davis Bertans, Corey Kispert, Daniel Gafford looked tremendous last year. Thomas Bryant, KCP, Montrez Harrell. And the thing with the thing with this is also, the Wizards have a lot of picks. They've got a lot of first-run picks. They've got a lot of young talent. When a player like Damian Lillard becomes available, or it can be someone we're not even thinking about. When a player of that caliber becomes available on the trade market, Washington is going to have every asset to go for them, and put him next to Bradley Beal. I can't even think of a Damian Lillard Bradley Beal backcourt because that just seems beyond disgusting. But they have, they have the assets to make a big move like that. Spencer Dinwiddie, I, I loved that signing. Corey Kispert, great, great draft selection. I'm expecting big seasons out of Rui Hachimura, Denny Obdia, uh, Thomas Bryant. Good comeback season. Hopefully, Davis Bertans could uh, play like his contract pays him. Bradley Beal in the prime of his career. I, I just have a lot of high hopes for Washington. Um, Wes Unseld Jr., who was the assistant coach for the Nuggets last year, I think he's a very good, very professional coach. What, what do you
0: think like... of – sorry, I'm sorry. What do you think of oh, Andrew no, Andrew Wiggins to the good. Wizards?
1: Uh, for who?
0: I don't even know.
1: Like, like I, I don't like that <laughs> because I I feel like if you add another wing to already that plethora of forwards like Abdia Hachimura. Okay. Um, Kispert Kuzma. That's just taking minutes away from developing those young players out really like putting Wiggins into that equation. Okay. Especially I guess when he takes a lot of shots. What he takes opportunities away from those players.
0: What about Kevin Love?
1: <clears throat> um I I'd be more enticed on Kevin Love, but but again it's just the contracts. Like how are we gonna match the contracts together?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. They can move it, like Berton. Berton's contract it is huge. So they can move that. I mean but.
1: you can move Berton's.
0: But I like Berton's, you uh, know?
1: You can move. Yeah, I mean I do too. And I, I, I've always been a fan of uh, catch and shoot players and um three point shooters. But then again, I don't know. I'm just very I'm very high on the wizards.
0: I'm not. We're we're pretty opposite there, uh um, I have them finishing, uh, let's see here. Oh, no, I mean, I got them at seven, the seventh seed. Not too bad, so. Oh, fine.
1: The seventh seed? Oh, that's, well, I've got the Hawks at the sixth seed, so. I mean, hey. Like, kind of like.
0: Tomato, kind of like tomato, you, you know. A
1: tomato, tomato. Now, <clears throat>
0: here's, oh, a, here's a fun, again. what'd you say?
1: Sorry again, I am just woke up pretty. Pretty sicky, so just grabbing some water. Uh,
0: it, it's all good. It's all that ice you're rocking. It's, it's giving you a cold. So, moving uh, a fun team here, the Miami Heat. This was a fun, fun team. Great addition in PJ Tucker. Great addition in Kyle Lowry, Markeith Morris. Uh, if anybody watched Summer League, Omer Yurtseven, he looked amazing. Resigned max jimmy Strews. what'd you say max struce yep max they got uh, got duncan robinson which ouch but like it's necessary and could highly pay off they got Depot back on the minimum they got dwayne deadman i mean this is just a, to- a top four team in the eastern conference kudos to pat riley spolstra has a shot at coach of the year and he has a shot at a title with I, I, bam only got better you know? I mean
1: He's only going to get better too.
0: That's a fifty win team right there. You know, the Hawks and the Heat. That's two really good teams.
1: I if Bam extends his shooting range, which he will. I really think he could be and I really think he could be a top twenty five twenty player in the league. And you, I have him a little outside the top twenty five, but I think he can solidify himself. <clears throat> look As a at top 20 player if he extends his range
0: look at bam year to year look at his progression he's getting better in every single aspect of the game every year because he doesn't need to put on muscle he doesn't need to get in better shape he's already a freak athlete I mean he's got de- it, defensive player of the year potential he's probably gonna start hitting threes in the near future I mean it, it is- that's what that's I mean. So
1: good.
0: That's what I mean. He gets and it's not like minimal progression either. It's like, holy, like he must have spent his entire summer in the gym. The and he he also seems right. like one of those guys, right? Like just just work, no fun whatsoever. Right. I I and that's heat culture really. Yeah, they're
1: all about it is. improvement. They're they're all about getting better. Ah, uh, they're all about improving themselves. I mean, that all those three things are the same thing. But I mean, Heat culture is just very vital to players' development. I mean, that's why they just produce players out of nowhere, like Kendrick Nunn,
0: yep. Duncan Robinson. Yep.
1: I mean, they're they're just a winning franchise. Well, they've and-
0: got the formula of sign undrafted free agents to super cheap deals, a la Duncan Robinson and then they kill it. Um they did the same thing with Omar Yurt 7. I think Kendrick Nunn was undrafted and they got him on a super cheap deal too. So, I
1: uh, I think he was, oh, was he undrafted? He, he hasn't, I I, th- I think he was, but I'm not I, he might have been a second rounder, not totally sure. Yeah,
0: he was a he was a late second rounder, so Uh Gabe Vinson. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
1: Shout shout out Heat Culture. Shout out Pat Riley. Um, let's not shout out this cold going around Boulder. <laughs> my my throat doesn't really like it at all. But Bam Adebayo, Bio, Jimmy Butler, I I've got the Heat currently fourth. Um Kyle Lowry, he he, he can make any team better. Um, yeah, I got him second. Chris Paul
0: effect. I had the Heat finishing second. Oh, you got,
1: yeah, you do have him. You've got them above Milwaukee.
0: I do. I do. Um, I think hey, you, I, can, I can
1: respect that. I
0: think Miami's going to be on a revenge season, especially against Milwaukee. There's some bad blood there, especially after the Bucks uh, handed it to them in the playoffs. It's a really cool rivalry oh, brewing, and then PJ Tucker goes to Miami, just adding fuel to the fire. You know.
1: I don't don't know if you're going to like this or not, but I don't think we even mentioned Tyler Hero.
0: Uh, you, I'm, I don't like Tyler Hero. He, he gives white boys with black hair a bad name, and he has personally tarnished my reputation. I,
1: okay, no, no shout out to Tyler Hero. (laughs) But per se, if he does improve and does get better from his poor sophomore year, that's just That just kind of emphasizes your point as to why they could be the second-best team in the East.
0: The weird thing with Hero is so, I think that the bubble was largely a fluke and that Tyler Hero isn't that good. But there is, there's something I mean, there, but, right? There's something there. But even
1: before the bubble in his rookie year, he was doing similar stuff. I
0: mean, yeah, but not on the same level.
1: Tyler Hero's freshman year... It, in everyone or his rookie year and this kind of goes for every rookie that year, but I I just feel like he had an overall solid rookie year, whether it be before COVID, in the bubble. I, I just thought overall it was very good. He showed a lot of flashes. I'm, I'm not a big Tyler Hero fan, but I, it's just another young piece to look forward to and it, it's something that you could juice up trades with so I, I'm relatively kind of high on Tyler Hero because of his age and because of the potential he showed or has shown. So it just kind of emphasizes, to me, uh, Miami's star power, quote-unquote star power. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Um, you want to do the Magic or the Hornets?
1: Oh, you, you pick.
0: So the Charlotte Hornets, uh, smart move bringing back Terry Rozier. Not the greatest move, but again a, a smart move. Lamello's going to absolutely go off. I'm angry that I compared him to Baby Keem because Lamelo's sophomore season. Yeah, because Lamelo's sophomore season is just going to be, you know, way better than the melodic blue was for Baby Keem. Lam um, Lamelo's going to completely just make people look silly all year. And I agree. There's no reason he's, that kid didn't get not, any better. You know, his dad he's is. He's gonna be an all star. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And I hate to say that because I I hate that the Knicks didn't pick him. But what are you gonna do? You know, uh, solid draft with James um, Bueke, Knight, Kai Jones, J T. Thor. The Knicks,
1: they, they were they were top three that that year.
0: They could have traded up.
1: But they could have traded up. They could have. And God, they didn't. he would have been perfect for that market. Wow.
0: He would have been perfect for the team. His, his skill set would have complimented us greatly, but who am I, you know? Do
1: you, do, you, do you know what team he's perfect for?
0: Don't say the Nuggets.
1: The Hornets. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, the Nuggets, he would be filthy. I can't even imagine him and Jokic. Yeah, I know. That's what I was oh going to say. God.
0: Him and Jokic would just just flinging that, that cross-court passes unfair. to each other and just, Wow so funny it goes kind of funny that the warriors
1: could have taken lamelo and lamelo and curry and clay could have been playing together
0: in draymond i think that I, is i just think that would have been a huge so overpowered that's a huge indictment on the warriors front office that they they fumbled that especially with how um i don't want to say bad but unprepared james wiseman has looked which and isn't his fault. Which isn't his fault. He barely played any college basketball. It's like the Warriors took a child and threw him into a man's world and said, "You know, make it happen." <laughs> it's just—it's right. unrealistic.
1: Right. And the Warriors have never had a had a piece like Wiseman before, like a seven foot, um, I guess, shooting big that can protect the rim, rim run, set screens. Like, Kevon Looney was not that. Andrew Bogut was not that. James Wiseman's just a different big from what the Warriors um, have had in seasons past. So they're also just, tr- in my opinion, they're also just trying to figure out how they could use Wiseman and how they could use him as a rim runner and defensively as well and how he can space the floor and whatnot. I mean, but this is going into the Warriors, um, not the Hornets. Um, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, I think they're going to have good years. Um, Gordon Hayward, he's been a valuable piece for the Hornets. Um, They added Kelly Oubre, who just adds to their lob and entertainment. God, that's going to be such a fun team. That's gonna be such a fun team, um, Kai Jones. I've been a big Kai Jones guy. It's just gonna be a really fun team to watch. They're they're the league pass team to see this year.
0: And we and actually just we we agreed uh-huh. they're both we both agreed they're gonna finish eighth. Interestingly enough, it's the like the only thing we agreed on besides the Nets. So,
1: and, and that's that's not a, I guess that's not a. Um, a diss on Charlotte to me that just emphasizes how good the East has gotten because this Hornets team is looking very good I like what they are doing and I I like what they did in the draft I I just like their young players I don't know I'm a huge huge supporter of the Hornets and what they have
0: done now let's move on to a team who looks like they're going to be horrible the Orlando Magic. They're a long way from being a good team, but they should be fun. You know, I mean, Jalen Suggs, Franz are both going to be good. Cole Anthony will get better. RJ Hampton, I'm, I'm sure you love him. He should be getting better. Jonathan Isaacs needs to get vaccinated, but I, if he doesn't want to play in California or New York, all the power to him. Mo Bamba should be better. Healthy stay healthy. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't pray for anyone to get injured but I know a lot of people were cheering when he went down cuz he's anti-vaccine but w- whatever man I mean I, I don't want to see anyone get injured The whole the whole right. Jonathan Isaacs thing is I I never really rooted for him since he came into the league he felt overhyped to me he's one of those guys where people are like his potential his potential his potential and it's like okay well at what point <laughs> do we stop excusing him and say we need results instead of potential you know
1: well i i feel like you kind of already tasted the results though i mean he was top 5 in steals before coronavirus happens and it and you cannot teach leg you cannot teach size okay and that's what isaac has he's he's a 6'11 uh, honestly he's 7 foot he can guard 1 through 5 and he can space the floor. I, I, I just—he's okay. a very solid player.
0: And if, let me—if
1: he just stayed healthy, he—I—I I, I don't know what his ceiling is, but I just know that he has a lot of potential. In it. And I know you're not going to like me for saying that, but it, it's true. No,
0: no. Let, let me dial it back. Like, he really belongs on a championship team right now, like the Lakers or the Nets or the Bucks. Cause that's where he's best served. He's like a he's like a KD stopper. You know what I mean? He's already there as far as talent. He's already one of the best defenders in the league. It, it's just everything else. You know? He feels waste. I, he feels wasted on the Magic. Like a bunch of young. Like he's already where he needs to be as an NBA player. No.
1: But I don't feel like he's been wasted just because he's been injured so much.
0: No. Not even like, not even the injuries. Just in in Orlando
1: he's just such a unique player and I just don't really know where to put the finger on him and him being injured all the time doesn't really help it. But I guess you just have to keep categorizing him as a player with still a lot of potential and a talented defensive player. I, I I just don't know where you put the finger on Isaac because we haven't really seen too much of him. And when we have seen him, he's looked pretty good. But, again, health matters, and Isaac hasn't played, what, like, 50, 60 games in a single season? Yeah.
0: I mean, he's, let's pull, how old is he? Like, 22,
1: 23. Like, this guy's young.
0: Yeah, okay, he's 23. Okay. I... So,
1: like, he that emphasizes his potential, and I don't think it's necessarily on the magic for wasting him, but it, it, he's just such a weird player, and with his it, it health and his unique skill set and length and whatnot. But
0: uh, you know, <clears throat> here's uh, here's Jonathan Isaac's statement on uh Anti vax because he was called out for being like a Trump supporter and conspiracy theorist. He said, I am not anti vax. I'm not anti medicine. I'm not anti science. I didn't come to my current stance by studying black history or watching Donald Trump press conferences. I have nothing but respect for healthcare workers in Orlando and across the world. My mom works in healthcare. I'm grateful to live in a society where vaccines are possible. But with that being said, it's my belief that the vaccine status of every person should be their own choice. Completely to, up to them without bullying, without being pressured. And he said he's uncomfortable with it uh, because of different experiences that people have had. You're more likely to be hit by a car than to on your way to get the vaccine than you are to have side effects from the vaccine. I'll leave it at that.
1: This is just a little note uh, our listeners, <clears throat> we are pro vaccine. Get the vaccine. Stay vaccinated. Keep keep your friends, family, community safe. Get that vaccine. I mean, plain and simple.
0: Um, it it it. If you get COVID, it will make you less likely to die. And if you get the vaccine, you are less likely to catch COVID. So, two pre- two pretty big positives there. Just saying. I mean. It's really not that hard. I think that's a pretty good anyway, closing. St- yeah. I like that. I like that for a closing statement. Actually, we should we should do we should do yeah. like a final thought. Yeah, your family,
1: friends, community safe. You but know, don't don't catch a common cold like I have right now. <laughs> oh my god, the you southeast feeling not the best.
0: Another another final thought. The southeast division is really fun, and I wish we had more time to talk about them. A funny thought that I had but didn't share was the... We talked about heat culture, like Miami, you know, all that. And there was talks of James Harden to Miami, which would have been problematic because of heat culture. We all saw the pictures of James Harden looking a little bigger in Houston. He slimmed down when he got to Brooklyn. He's fit. I'm not saying that James Harden is fat whatsoever. He was. I can say that. But... Him going to Miami, Miami is notori- notorious for its um, entertainment clubs. The only worst city that James Harden could really go to would be Atlanta or Houston. We all saw how that worked out. So James Harden, Miami would not have worked out as well as some people may have thought.
1: <clears throat> I agree. I also feel like Miami is involved in every trade rumor, so I I am not shocked. I I feel like Pat Riley has his fingertips on every player, every trade. Miami is just a destination for everyone. It's a big market. It's a historic ish franchise, at least in <laughs> the recent the recent basketball scene. I it, like you said, and just to overlap you, the Southeast Division is fun. It's full of potential, like Jonathan Isaac. Oh, um, stop. Wizards, <laughs> I know you like that. Um, the Wizards, Hornets, uh, the Hawks are already showing their potential and how talented of a team they are, and they still have potential. Like like Hunter, Reddish, Congu, Trey Young, Herder, like it, and they went to the conference finals last year. Miami, it, it, it's just every team is young players. And signs of potential, and I guess league pass, entertainment stars. Like it, it they're just a fun team, fun uh, division to watch, and I'm excited to see what they're gonna showcase this year. And yeah, yeah, I mean, same. It, any anything else, Mike?
0: No, I think I think the Southeast Division is gonna be really fun. So, I think that's about it for Coast to Coast Hoops. Again, you know, as always, follow us. I'm at Perry PerryMuchSo, and Rex is at RexFosterNBA. Follow Coast to Coast Hoops on Twitter, as always. We'll be back next Tuesday at 10 a.m. We had minor technical difficulties, which delayed us a little bit, but hey, we made it work. So, Rex?
1: And also, and let me just add in, I, I'm, I'm aware my audio quality is not the best right now. <laughs> I've just been recording these on my phone, and I plan to get a microphone uh, for the next coming episodes. Uh, hopefully, I'm not sick uh, these also future episodes, but um, we are going to be on streaming services. Uh, our first episode is on Spotify right now. Uh, my sound quality will get better, I promise.
0: Uh, Mr. But, Folgers uh, in the chat says, me. your audio quality sounds great here, but thanks, man. Uh,
1: well, I, I thank you thank you mr Folgers. I, I i appreciate it um i just listened to the spotify episode yesterday and i was like huh my audio quality could be a little better but hey i i can't complain there's,
0: I, there's always room I, for improvement
1: I'm a budget. Right, exactly cannot cannot complain always room for
0: improvement